it was very interesting to see how quickly I got triggered by this TikTok about what this girl was saying. The message itself was not bad, but just the idea that I'm being targeted or I have a benefit out of a situation just because of the color of my skin. And with that being said, I'm being referred to as a quote unquote minority. It just doesn't sit well with me. Let me explain why. You're listening to the Evolving Daily Podcast, where we use the power of vulnerability and authenticity to inspire personal growth and transformation. It's all about being 1% better. Join me on that journey. They tell me that I'm never gonna make it. They want me to do something that can make sense. They hate when I keep dreaming I'll be famous. So it's really funny. When I was gonna, uh, you know, begin my episode, and when I was going through my ideas and my thoughts, I, um... I thought about the topic of this episode and I was like, you know, maybe I should put a disclaimer that, you know, the things that I say on my podcast or my thoughts and opinions are that in itself, they're, they're my personal thoughts and opinions. But then I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing by trying to put a quote unquote disclaimer? Is this me trying to get ahead of whatever quote unquote backlash, I guess you could say, or opposite opposing opinions I could have on anything I may say. Is that what I'm doing? And that was the answer I had to myself. It's like, what's what's the point of me having a disclaimer? I'm not stealing anyone else's work or anyone else's thoughts. I'm not saying anything rude. I'm just giving my own opinion. So what am I playing disclaimer for? I'm not going to. <laughs> I just felt, you know, I'm just and I'm just sharing that thought with you guys really quick, because this is a very touchy topic. I consider, I I feel like most people are going to listen to part of what I have to say or some of what I have to say and not understand fully where I'm coming from in my own personal experience. And that's just the black and white of the situation. Not everyone is going to listen to what I have to say in my podcast and agree with everything I have to say. And that's totally fine. That's the beauty of having conversations like this. You know, we we start conversations and I personally enjoy having conversations where the opinions and the thoughts are opposing because then I get to learn. I get to learn what your opinion is, what your thought is. It may not necessarily mean I'm going to change my own, but I still can gain another perspective, you know, because I'm not limited to my own. I don't ever want to be limited to my own perspective and my own view of the world and life and situations. I just don't. It keeps me very, the idea of that makes me feel very close-minded, very uh, fixed mindset, not very, not very susceptible to growth personally. So, um, but yeah, I, I got triggered by this TikTok I was, I was listening to. I mean, say listening to, I came across this TikTok because everyone knows how TikTok works. You're scrolling through and you see this video. And what this video was, was immediately the girl was saying, um, she said something along the lines of, I, I told you guys this was going to come. And it goes to a clip where a guy is talking about, essentially what he's talking about is that I guess the U.S. government is, you know, honestly, I'm just going to just play this the audio. I, I, I hope it doesn't get taken down, but I'm just going to play the audio because my, my, my recollection recollection of it is very specific. 
And I think it'd just be beneficial for you guys just to hear parts of what it is that I heard. And then I'll go and explain how I felt. Now, granted, the message this of this TikTok and what this girl is saying, I'm not taking anything away from. There's value in what she's saying. Like, I want to make sure that's very clear. There is value in what she's saying. There's value in what the guy was saying. But for me personally, I just disagreed with the approach and a particular part of the message that was being given. Okay, so that is me clarifying my thoughts and opinion on this specific video. Okay, so let me pull the video up and play it for you guys. Okay, so this is the video. I hope it sounds I, I, I try to figure out if I could just like clip it and put the audio inside my editing, but that seemed like too much work. So <laughs> as you guys know. I, I I record my podcast as if I'm having a conversation with you right in front of me. That just feels comfortable to me. And that's just, we're not going to overcomplicate anything. Okay. All right. So let me play it. And I may, I may play the whole thing. I may not. It's like three minutes long, but hell, it's view time. <laughs> so here you go. This is the, this is the TikTok. And the truth is, it was a mistake for a long ago for America to ship all of its jobs over to India and China while not telling African Americans and brown people there are no jobs available for you. Now you build up a superpower who wants to come and destroy you when you could have taken care of your own. To every economist, they cannot tell me that it is better fit for the economy to outsource jobs to another country that does not pay taxes here opposed to taking care of its own people. Majority of the brands that are going through a lot of drama right now and trauma did not take care of their Adam, excuse me, did not take care of the African-American community like Adam 22. I'm sorry for whatever you were going through last week. I'll see you in a couple weeks. But we need to start having an index on companies that actually treat us well because it's starting to have an economic impact on the bottom line. America's a business. So he said that there needs to be a check for companies that didn't treat us well, right? So what's the remedy to that? Let me show you. Vice President Harris, Treasury Department, announced over $175 million to support small businesses as part of Biden-Harris administration, investing in America agenda. If you don't think that the two are related, then okay. And then like the fact that they had her be the one to make the announcement. All right. I'm going to share one more thing with you before I get to my point. If you were an African-American woman and you own a business, you are not yet contracted with the government, this is going to be the best time. Mark my words. I made that video in July of last year. Because I saw the writings on the wall, I knew that the government was going to start, you can call it pandering, we can call it whatever we want. The government was going to start putting money back into us because they have to. I understood that the government was going to have to start putting money back into minority businesses. They're going to have to start putting money back into the minority group because we've been ignored for so long. Where we were not supported, where we were not funded, where we were not giving opportunity, where we were not educated, they have to start putting money back into us if we were going to bolster the economy and be able to compete against all of the global economic challenges that America is not having. So let me tell you why I'm telling you all of this. Between Ian's video, between all of the recent funds that have been pouring back into black businesses, between the video that I posted last year, you need to understand that there are going to be a ton of opportunities that are going to come between now and next year. You are in the position, especially if you're a minority woman, to take advantage of 
all of these opportunities. Are you going to do it? I have put my community in position to do so. You are welcome to do the same thing. I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to berate you about it. I'm going to let you know about the opportunities when they become available. And there's one that's available now. There's a training called Demystifying Government Grants that is available in the link in my bio right now. Not only is this training meant to teach you about how to introduce yourself into these concepts that are going to be brand new to you, right? This is brand new information, but 100% of the proceeds are going to be going to make sure that other small businesses are funded through the Giving Joy Foundation. So not only is this going to be an investment in your business, but this is going to... Okay, that's... the. <laughs> That's majority of what I will share from that video. But um, if you want to hear the rest of it, just DM me on Instagram or something and I will send you the link to that TikTok. But that was an interesting video. Now, let me let me clarify. That video came on my feed. As you guys know, it's watch what you watch on TikTok that um, they push towards you, that information. I am a, a business owner. I'm a small business owner. I have my own online business. I am a business and mindset coach. That is what I do. So of course, the content that's on TikTok is directed towards the things that interest me. I look at videos that are related to business and funding and uh, just business related things, right? So of course, that came in my feed. Now, the message itself, they are basically just talking about like, there's opportunity out there that the government is going to essentially start just investing more in small businesses. And her point of it, a part of what she was saying was that, you know, the message that they put out, um, the government did, and they had uh, Kamala Harris announce it, was basically to target, you know, minority groups, letting them know like, hey, you know, we're going to start helping you. Um, and that was based off of what that was linking to what that guy was saying, where it was like, okay, the American has been ignoring brown and black people and minorities as far as like investing them, the lack thereof. And now they're going to start doing it again. Like they're going to start focusing more on it because it makes more sense. And I agree. It does make more sense. Like why have an economy full of consumers, but no one knows how to make the things that we're consuming in a way, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. It's not a smart idea. That is not what my, that's not what triggered me. Personally, what triggered me was just this constant theme I keep seeing inside of just I guess the stuff that's pushed to me or just pushed to a lot of quote-unquote minority groups or culture groups is that we are something that's smaller we are and and I'm not talking about just in just population size because we can talk about the numbers and all that stuff sure there may be a less populated group of people certain group of people within the United States or within the world in itself, right? But just this constant idea or theme that we are minorities. Like if you think about the word minority, minor, it literally associates with the idea of something being smaller or less than because the opposite of minor is major. Unless I, you know, miss that topic in school, and I don't really know what opposites are, but in, in my idea, when I think of the opposite of a minority, I think of a majority, something being major. And this just concept, this idea constantly, I felt being engraved inside of me personally and people that are like me, that we are minorities, we are oppressed, 
we are less educated, we haven't been given these opportunities. This, I feel, has always been engraved in my mind since school. Like, I, I, I don't understand. I do understand, but I don't, I'm not comfortable. I've come to a point where I'm not no longer comfortable embracing that identity that I am something that is less than someone else all the time. Now, granted, I, yes, there is stuff out there that empowers us and say, you know, be proud of who you are and this and that. But on the flip side, there's always articles everywhere, always talking about how we weren't given the same opportunities or how, you know, we're being ignored, all these things. And it plays in our mind, like it plays in my mind as a mindset coach and having done so much research and work in this area, I've come to realize the effects of words and what it tells our subconscious and what we bring in and what we choose to identify as. And I literally choose, I literally used to choose to identify with those things, being a minority, being um, what felt like being less than someone else in comparison. And it personally just made me feel stuck with this victim mentality that I was always, I always had some sort of handicap that I was started off with. And I just didn't like it. It didn't feel comfortable. Like it doesn't feel comfortable. This thought that I am, especially as a business owner, like when I first started off in business, I, it plagued me to think that I had to work harder than someone else immediately. Before I even started working, I already knew that I would have to work harder than my counterparts, my white counterparts, men and women, because of who I was. I already went in with a mindset that I had a handicap and that affected how I how I performed personally. It did. And when I nine times out of ten, and this is not this, well, actually, this is me to my own horn. A lot of things that I used to do in my throughout my career, I was better than my 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 peers. And I'll humbly toot my own horn when it comes to that. I was very good at a lot of things that I did in my life and my career in comparison to a lot of the people, regardless of my race, my sexuality, uh, my gender, I was just good. I was just naturally gifted, you know, and I, I never liked the idea um, looking back on it, I don't like the idea that I went in with this mindset that I was already lower than someone else because of my identity, you know? And that was why I had the problem. That's why I have this problem with identifying as a quote unquote minority or always uh, relating to these messages that, you know, we need to fight to obtain something that wasn't given to us. Now, again, does that change the fact that um, some of these situations are true? No, it doesn't change the fact of any of that is true and it has existed. You know, I'm not here sitting here saying that, oh, you know, we haven't been treated unfairly because we have, but I just don't choose to hold on to the identity any longer. It hasn't served me. It has not served me any sort of positive purpose at all. You know, I definitely do believe that there is power in unity. There's power in speaking up. There's power in, you know, fighting for equality. I definitely don't disagree with that. But I also realize the effects 
personally that it's had on me to identify with such a, in my opinion, victimizing label um, for so long. It hasn't served me any justice. And then you add on the fact when you add on more quote unquote uh, minority, what's the word for it? When you add on more quote unquote minority qualities, basically when you throw in the fact that someone is a woman or you throw in the fact that someone is gay or you throw in the fact that someone is disabled, all these things that make people different are now labels of being less than. And it's something that's innate in all of us. When we think of someone something that is a minority or underrepresented or underserved, we are immediately boxing them in this category of something being less than something that is the standard. Because then it makes me question, okay, if I'm less than something, I have to be less than something else. What is that something else? What is this quote unquote standard that they're supposed to be? What's the normal? And especially when it comes to race, if I am a quote unquote minority because of my skin color, then what skin color is the majority or the standard? You know, I'm acknowledging that I am less than another race just by even taking on this quote unquote idea of minority, the idea of a minority, when I think about it in the sense of, a, of my skin color or my sexuality. And in my personal opinion, I'm not less than any other person, whether it be another brown person, a darker brown person, a lighter brown person, a white person, a yellow person, a green person. I'm not less than any of them. Nothing. Because the only thing that makes us different is what's inside my mind. You know, it's the only thing that makes us different is, is our experiences. The the I guess you could say the the certain level of uh I don't, I'm not a scientist, but certainly of atoms or <laughs> whatever it is that goes on in our brain, that's the only thing that makes most of us different. That is the only thing that makes us different, you know, is what goes on my brain. Everything else, that has nothing to do with what makes me less than. Personally, it doesn't, you know. I'm a firm believer that regardless of my what I look like, my gender, my race, my sexuality... I'm going to be good or bad at something regardless of any of those factors, right? And as a business person, I'm going to either be successful or I'm going to learn my lessons. I'm going to get information. I'm going to make money. I'm going to fail. I'm going to help people. I'm going to do anything that I do as a human being, as a business person, regardless of my race, I acknowledge that, yes, there are probably opportunities that won't be given to me, um, you know, in comparison to someone else, because that bigotry exists. And that's based on that person who may be giving it. You know, those biases are there. I acknowledge that. But are they going to affect me and how I move? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that was the whole point. And what triggered me was just this idea that I needed to adopt that identity of being a, in my opinion, a victim. Therefore, I need to take advantage of them helping me now because I was a victim. It just isn't, I, I just, it's, it's uncomfortable to me. <laughs> it personally is. It's uncomfortable to me, you know? So, um, 
yeah, I just want to talk about that. I, I don't like that. I, um, yeah, I've just never, I won't say I've never been okay with it because clearly I have, but I've come to a point where, um, as far as identifying as a minority, mm, no, I'm a majority. I'm a major fucking deal. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to ride that mindset. I'm a major fucking deal. Okay. Whatever serves you serves you, but that does not serve me. And that's all I'm going to say. So I hope this resonates with someone out there that may have felt the same way. You're a major fucking deal. You know, you can be anything. I'm not even going to name certain qualities, but you can be anything. And I promise you, you are still a major fucking deal. Okay. Don't let anyone else engrave in you that you're anything less than that. You are a major fucking deal. Alright? Peace and love, guys. Thanks.